Welcome to the Essential HR Podcast, where today I sit down with Alex Stanger from PrimePay, where we discuss the top five payroll and HR issues impacting small business today and why year-end is the perfect time to evaluate your current HR and payroll solution. This program is not intended to constitute legal advice. It is for general educational purposes only. If you do need legal advice, please contact your own attorney. Good afternoon and welcome to the Essential HR Podcast. I'm your host, uh, Brian Gorman, here today with Alex Stanger from PrimePay, uh, here to uh, talk about uh, year-end coming up and what businesses can do to get ready for um, for that. And wanted to talk about the podcast uh, and uh, looking forward to our discussion today. How are you, Brian? Good, good. Thanks for taking the time, Alex. Certainly appreciate yeah. it. And um, for those of you uh, or don't know Alex, uh, maybe share a little bit about yourself and, and what you do and, and just a couple of minutes about who Alex Stinger is. Yeah, so thanks for having me. I, um, I've been working for PrimePay since May of 2019. Um, I cover the greater Indianapolis market right now. Uh, me and one other guy in Indianapolis, we kind of share the territory and um, been in the HGM space I guess it has been a little over a year and a half, and this is my uh, second January or selling season, as we call it. And um, it's definitely getting busy, and um, been reaching out to everybody, trying to see, you know, who's doing what, and see who we can get switched over. Awesome. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about. I know you mentioned selling season and year end, and in the business that you and I are both in, we uh, always. Uh, try and uh, talk about having clients, you know, switch over year end. It's a great time to do that, right? So, um, and I know this this selling season is a little bit different due to what we have going on with COVID and, and some of the restrictions that are going on with that. But maybe talk about um, what you're seeing out there. And I think we have a you know a title. Of this is going to be like the top five issues that um, HR directors face today. You know, what are you seeing out there? Maybe start with one of those issues and maybe talk in detail about what you're seeing um, HR directors and, and payroll professionals struggling with right now? Yeah. Um, I, I would say my first one that I've been addressing with a lot of people, um, and frankly, no salesperson likes to, you know, sell on cost or anything like that. But I would say the number one question I've been getting is how can I save money on my payroll cost? Um, with COVID, obviously, most companies you know, there is few and far between that have been thriving during this, but most companies are looking for easy ways to save, you know, a couple thousand dollars here and there. So much so that companies are going through the hassle of applying for like thousand dollar grants. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everybody's just trying to get down their fixed costs. Um, for example, if it's a restaurant, they're looking for ways to get their food costs down. They're looking for heating and air. They're looking for all these efficiencies and I think for us as payroll providers, you know, it's our job to reach out to people and show them that while your actual payroll is going to go up and down each pay cycle, your payroll cost, you can control that. So you got to find a provider that can be um, the best price option for that. And I think with prime pay, we're pretty competitively priced and that's led to a lot of new business for me recently. Um, just with people trying to find ways to save money right now. Fantastic. No, that's very, very true. And, and I think we talked a little bit about um, uh, another issue being manual onboarding and, and some of the issues that some HR directors are facing there. Maybe talk a little bit about, about that and what you're seeing HR directors um, struggling with, especially in, the, in, in, in our space, and uh, maybe some solutions that, that we have available at PrimePay that can help. 
Yeah, so good question. I mean, prior to COVID, I think we saw in the marketplace the, you know, I would even say the 25 and under employee businesses were doing everything by paper. Mm. And if you tried to tell them that they needed to do something like an electronic onboarding system, they would kind of laugh at you and say, well, I don't need to do that. All my employees are here or I've only got a couple of new people every year. And the 50 and up space though, they've been doing this for, you know, years now. Mm -hmm. um, and the ones that aren't are scrambling right now to figure out a way to do it. But now with COVID, with everybody being remote, I've, I've literally seen two employee businesses want to get electronic onboarding just because they're having the issue of meeting with these people in person. Mm -hmm. So I think COVID has honestly just kind of sped up the trend, if anything. Um, but now I don't really sign a deal anymore without the person inquiring about if we have some kind of way to help them with their onboarding. Um, at Prime Pay, we actually include that in our standard payroll. So um, that's a huge selling point for me right now is, you know, if you're a one employee business looking to be a two employee business, that's great. We can set you up on it and you have the ability to do that. Um, we use a tool called Get Hired, mm -hmm. which if anybody's ever been in it, it's very uh, user friendly. And I've honestly only heard good reviews from my clients, but I would say if anything, that is probably the number two thing that I get asked. And it's simply because nobody's meeting in person right now. Mm. No, it absolutely um, would help streamline the process for a lot of small businesses. I think you're right. I think that's a great point about larger businesses have already adopted that and have had that for several years, but I think, you know, it's going downhill as far as employee counts and, and a lot of small businesses are using technology like that to be able to, to help streamline their process. And again, without us having that ability to, um, from a cost standpoint, put that as part of our overall service, I think it's a big, a big advantage. So, no, absolutely. And what's another one? I think, again, we talked about easy reporting system and maybe talk about that and, and how, that, uh, how that correlates with the PPP uh, filings as well. Yeah, so it's funny. Before COVID, I can tell you, I think I could probably count on one hand all the times that reporting was a selling point for me in payroll. Um, don't get me wrong, you get into the large businesses, they reporting is very important to them. And, you know, they've got shareholders they might have to meet with or different things like that. But with the small business owner, you never really heard about complaints and reports. If they could just see what they needed to throw into QuickBooks, they were happy. Mm -hmm. um, but now with all these PPP loans and everything, I think the industry got hit by storm with the fact that us sales reps were actually becoming almost like record pullers for our clients because everyone needed their reports super quick. And I think the companies that had bad reporting got exposed because this was the first time their clients were really needing the reports. Um, and the companies that had good reporting, well, all of their clients were telling the other people that were complaining about the reports, how good their reporting was. So um, I think this is really exposed who has the good reporting systems and who doesn't um, at prime pay. I think we have a very good system, but also we have a portal where any of the clients can go in and they can go on their online document center and pull those reports when they need to. And I actually got some great feedback through COVID and everything of just how easy it was for clients to get the reports they needed to give to their bank whenever they were filing for those PPP loans. So important. I think you're right. I think that, uh, you know, even the ability to build your own reports too, and be able to get that information to, um, you know, the, the C-suite very quickly if they need information, need to make decisions fast. And you're right. The ones that didn't have, 
um, you know, strong report systems were, were exposed. And, and, and um, I think that, again, what we can offer is the ability to get that information quickly and, and build upon that as well. So great point. I know the fourth point we talked about too, and not being able to speak to a real person, um, maybe talk about that and, and expand upon, you know, our service philosophy too here at PrimePay and, and maybe the 212 philosophy and going the extra mile as well. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, and again, I know we keep hitting on this, but I, again, COVID exposed customer service as well, because the fact of the matter is for a lot of people that have had a payroll provider for a long time, one, they can't name the rep. Sometimes they can't even name their company because they've been with them so long. All they do is they hit send every week. Uh, they do payroll and they forget about it. So a lot of companies that have been doing this for a while, they probably haven't called customer service in a year or two. So this is their first time really encountering what their company they're using now's customer service is like. And frankly, for a lot of people, it was extremely frustrating because I've heard horror stories from some other companies where they're waiting an hour or two on the phone, literally, just so they can speak with a real person. I've also heard some stories where companies literally weren't even having live people because those people were having to do other things. So you had to try to solve your issues via online or through a robotic system, essentially. So um, with PrimePay, you know, we were able to keep our hold times to a fairly reasonable number, especially comparatively to the industry. Um, but not only that is whenever you would get through to a person, that person can help you with a number of different things. You're not getting transferred to nine other departments um, like a lot of people complain about. So I think that was a big differentiator for people is um, I know a lot of my clients said, you know, yeah, we had to wait on hold for a little, but when we did get to that person, they were able to help me. Mm -hmm. And that's really all people want is because there's nothing more frustrating than calling that big provider and you get transferred to nine departments just to solve one problem. No, absolutely. And, and I think you're right. I think that, that that's where the rubber meets the road. I think at the end of the day, um, a lot of companies are out there. The client has a lot of choices. And I think that if we can, um, provide the ability to get the questions answered quickly, get them answered um, correctly. And in the first time that they ask the question and they're, again, like we talked about all the time, they're calling with urgency and, you know, our responsibility is to, to have urgency on our side as well to make sure we're getting those questions answered and that their times are, uh, whole times are at a minimum. And again, are they getting accurate information? Are they able to um, to go about their day in, in confidently knowing that their, the payroll information they just received is, is accurate and correct. So it's a great Yeah, point. I mean, I, I would say during the PPP loan times, I mean, literally a person getting a hold of somebody on one day versus the next day was a difference of them potentially getting that loan or not. So, right. I mean, it was such a big deal for people to be able to get the service when they needed it that I heard a lot of bad stories of people missing out just because they simply couldn't get the help they needed when they needed it. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And the fifth point too, Alex, um, we have, um, and you can speak maybe in, in about this as well with uh, benefit administration systems and, um, you know, having the payroll data sink into that. Maybe talk about what, what that is for someone that doesn't know and then, you know, what solution we have available for them and, and how we would, you know, handle a client with that, with that sort of uh, um, requirement. Yeah, so without going into the weeds too much, I mean, essentially what a benefit administration is system is, um, you know, prior to a couple of years back, it was payroll is one silo and then your benefits is another. 
And the reality of it is both of those use a lot of the same information. So somebody that makes a lot more money than I do decided to make a benefit administration system that combines the two. Um, and now it's basically commonplace for large employers to have something like this in place. Um, prior to, I'd say just recently, maybe a couple of years ago, it was primarily only a hundred employee and over businesses would usually have these systems in place. And like a lot of other things like electronic onboarding, like we talked about, the employee count in which businesses are starting to utilize this just keeps going lower and lower mm -hmm. to the point where I can tell you just last week, I actually did a demonstration for a 20 employee business wanting to bring on a benefit administration system. Um, the reason being is the owner does not want to have to do double tasks. So if he is having his employees change their deductions and stuff for their health benefits, he does not want to have to go back into the payroll system and make those changes. So having that integrated is worth a couple thousand dollars to him if he doesn't have to worry about it because his time is his money. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of small businesses, they're starting to bring these options on. Uh, PrimePay utilizes Employee Navigator, which is very common in the marketplace. Most group health brokers refer it out a lot. Um, it's a very low cost solution for what you get. And a lot of people really enjoy it. Uh, we've actually recently started doing demos on it for selling season. And like I said, I, I think that 20 employee company is gonna go with it. And yeah, it might be a little extra money on their payroll, but for that owner getting that time back in his day, it's worth that in spades. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and to finish up, maybe the final question, Alex, um, we talked a little bit about year end and again, in our world being kind of the, we call it the playoffs, I guess, we're getting ready for, for our, um, our Super Bowl uh, that we talked about um, with some of our other colleagues this morning. But um, what do, um, what, what should a company expect? And maybe why is this time of the year so great for clients that are looking to make, make a switch on to who they're using for payroll and HR right now? Yeah. So for companies, um, you know, I always tell people, anybody that tells you that switching payrolls, sunshines and rainbows, they're <laughs> lying to you. Um, right. Payroll is not something that a lot of companies like to switch. It's just the fact of the matter. But the, the fact is, if you switch in January, that is the easiest day of the year because you have no year-to-date wages. Mm -hmm. So um, I always joke the fourth quarter can be pretty slow in payroll uh, from October to December for the fact is you are trying to calculate potentially if somebody switched with us this Friday, you know, we have to do year-to-date wages for 10 months of the year. Right. Now they're still going to get one W-2 at the end of the year, but there's just a lot more um, taxes and different things that have to be calculated. Whereas if we do their first payroll in January, it's extremely easy. All we got to do is get their employee information, their deductions and banking info. And we can basically get somebody switched over rather than having to calculate everything out for them. No, absolutely. And, and, and to finish up on that too, maybe Alex, how does someone get a hold of you? I know that it's important that um, with your end here, if someone is interested in making a switch and they, and they want information about uh, prime pay and how to get a hold of uh, a, a proposal, how would they reach you? Yeah. So for me, um, and again, Brian, I can, you know, give you my contact information to give to your followers, but um, prime pay fortunately is in all 50 States. So depending on where your followers are, I mean, they can reach out to their local rep and by calling into their local prime pay office 
they can call into our corporate office and our corporate office can direct them to the right rep. Um, or again, I can give you my contact information at the end of this. My number is 317-407-4790. So all of us have our own cell phones. Um, I think what you'll like here is once you find your rep, they'll take accountability for any service you bring on at PrimePay, um, which is definitely a differentiator for us and anybody would love to help them out. Awesome. Alex Stanger, thank you so much for your time today. Certainly appreciate uh, you being on the Essential HR podcast and, and, and uh, hope you uh, have a successful year end and look forward to having you on again. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Alex. Thank you for listening to the Essential HR Podcast. Be sure to tune in next week where we spend time with Greg Mackey from Pure Core Health and Fitness and discuss why it's important for your organization to have a wellness program.